is going on you luscious luminescent llamas? Welcome to episode 6 of Total Pod Mode. My name is James, also known as Mr. Bames, and as always I'm joined by Will, also known as Huda Funk. How you doing, man? Good to be here, James. Another week. Good to see you, buddy. We're down another week. Friday, it's time for another podcast session. Always a pleasure. Thing that keeps me getting through the week, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a nice thing to look forward to at the end of the week. Always look forward to our catch-ups, and uh, obviously, you know, the main event for me, as far as I'm concerned, is always the challenge. Well, this one's a good one this week. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Strap in. Oh, God. Are we going to need to switch this round? Do we get straight into the challenge? Ignore the catch-up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear what the fuck you've been doing. Let's talk straight about the challenge, man. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, before we get into any of that, really, we should probably do the old uh, the socials. As always, you can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really wherever you can get your podcast from, because uh, we live everywhere in the ether. Um, you can find us by searching for Total Pod Mode. Uh, we also post regular video content of our playthroughs, stream highlights, as well as the podcast on our YouTube channel, Total Pod Mode. You can also find us on Twitter by searching for at Total Pod Mode, all one word. Or you can find me on Twitter at MrBames, and I'm also on Twitch under twitch.tv forward slash MrBames underscore TPM. And you can find me at Hoodafunk on Twitter, and I'm also on Twitch under twitch.tv forward slash Hoodafunk. Let's get into the catch-up. What did you get up to last week? Well, it's uh, it's actually been kind of like a busy time, um, mostly preparing for what I hope to be a Grand Theft Auto V takeover. Now, I'm not going to get too ahead of ourselves, but let's just say the leaks over the week have actually inspired me to jump back on GTA V for the first time in a while. What um, leaks are those, sorry, mate? <laughs> the GTA 6 leaks. <laughs> they were GTA 6 leaks? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, they uh, they came out. Yeah, they were. Oh, that, was, uh, that was big news. <laughs> we, won't, uh, we won't get ahead of ourselves, but... No. Uh, <laughs> I was scratching my shoulder while I said that, so that's probably going to be picked up on the audio. My apologies. Absolutely itching to get into the oh. GTA 6 leaks. Sorry for that oh. one. <laughs> no, that's a great segue. No, keep rolling. That's good. I like it. <laughs> I, I would have put a lot more time into actually playing the game had I not spent about two hours trying to get the TPM logo inside the uh, the logo editing engine for the crew. Uh, so, you know, I guess of this as of this point, me and you have played a little bit of the game together. Uh, we've played a few missions, and I think I had a bit of a carryover from, you know, I've essentially got like an already loaded 10-car garage as well as uh, a bit of money on the back burner. Um, and then we both recently picked up the Criminal Enterprise pack. So again, we were loaded with a bit of extra cash and properties and things. Got ourselves a bit of a head start. Particularly good for me because all of my progress was on Xbox and I deleted it anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> starting from scratch. Never getting that back again. Yeah, it's pretty brutal with, uh, yeah, once it's gone, it's gone. But uh, I assume you did that knowingly at the uh, at the time. Oh, I did it knowingly, yeah. My, my reasoning was crap, but I did it knowingly, yeah. Basically, my reason, because when I, when I decide that I want to start something again, to force myself into that decision, I'll delete the previous file, which yeah. on single-player games is great. Like, get, it really gets you kickstarted. On an online thing where you've won a bunch of stuff and have loads of money and have all your properties and shit already. You really shoot yourself one. in the foot. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Got better genetics this time, better parents. Yeah, who did you actually pick as your parents? The guy was called Benjamin. I can't remember what the lady was called. Ashley, maybe, or Emily or something? Okay. I'm not sure, can't remember. So you didn't go in for any of the, uh, you know, the GCA fathers, the John Marsden daddy? No, didn't do Marsden, didn't do Nico Bellic. I did fuck with doing Claude from GTA 3, but he's got very distinctive features. Yeah, so he's I'd, angular. 
face. Yeah, and his nose is really flat if you take the side angle view as well. Polygonal. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, polygonal, yeah. Uh, so no, I, I don't know if Benjamin is another character, but possibly as an NPC or something like that from one of the games, but yeah. Perhaps. None of the mainline ones. Maybe it's like uh, stories from Liberty Cities. Liberty, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. a yeah, or Chinatown stories or whatever. I never played any of those, so it perfectly well could be. Yeah, no, I, I can't say I did either. No. Um, but yeah, so we're actually running and active as a crew now. We're rolling together. And uh, after James had a bit of an unfortunate brush, a taste of what it is to be an absolute low-level newbie in a free, ro- uh, free mode session... Yeah, toxic c- Yeah. <laughs> Just absolutely uh, haunted the whole time, completely hunted by the server, blown up. Literally horrible. Yeah. First hour I played, I think I got blown up three or four times. I had one guy following me just bipping his horn at me, and it was that that horn that you were using that kind of sounds like it's a scary song. It's, like uh, it's the of GTA it. 4 theme tune, but done in a car horn. Oh, really? Oh, is that what it is? That's what it is, yeah. Just sounds like the horn's ever so slightly out of tune. And yeah. uh, that's why it sounds kind of slightly haunting. Yeah, and it was kind of like salad fingersy in a way. Yeah. It was really odd. <laughs> a lot oh, of yeah. music sounds quite creepy when you play it in slow, actually. It suddenly takes this kind of eerie, ominous tone to it. And when that's following you around constantly, honestly, it was, just, it was doing my head in. And couple that with the fact that when I first logged in, my stuff hadn't come through yet for the criminal enterprise bonus. That's right. You had to wait a day or two, right? I think it was a day. Mm. I think it was a day. So after your unfortunate experience with the free road section, we actually managed to get into a couple of the missions together. Um, And I would say, well, I would hope at least that you had a considerably better time uh, playing as a team. You're kind of under much less of a threat. And I think that most players that did approach us, they were kind of put off by the fact that there was two of us there, clearly aligned, wearing white suits and uh, in a white car. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was definitely much better, actually, being part of a team and actually doing something because obviously when i was just in there jamming i was just driving around waiting for stuff to spawn in so i was a sitting duck yeah yeah whereas like you say being with you pair of white suits i think at the time we were driving i don't think that was when we were in your lambo was it that was when the uh, zentorno no no i that was a car that i earned sort of from a lot of my sort of playing from before um years ago when i was actually you know still kind of really grinding and hitting up heists and things like that yeah i remember i had a coquette that was that was my car that i saved up ages for to get because i played i played uh originally i played online when it first came out yeah and i I seem to have been one of the few people in the world that had no problem on day one yeah absolutely yeah i was straight in no issues got into some races king of the golf for a little bit i was I couldn't even play it. I was stuck in the lobby trying to join me into the very first introductory mission where you meet up with Lamar. I would just get stuck in the lobby and it would just kind of disconnect, reconnect and get get stuck in a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. I don't know what happened. I I guess I just got super lucky. Oh, you were probably the only person playing golf. (laughs) That might be why I was winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I did get quite into the tennis, though, on the uh, initial launch as well. And I did actually, to be fair, play quite a bit of golf. It, you know, yeah. I was really impressed at the time that uh, they had all of these sort of diversions in the game. It made it more feel like a bit more of a life sim, as well as the yeah. fact that you could, you know, be heist. Well, you couldn't heist straight away on release, but, you know, there were a fair few sort of robbery missions and things like that that you could do alongside, you know, tennis, golf. I think you... Are you able to actually do uh, yoga in multiplayer? I'm not sure whether that's possible. It's definitely a thing. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, they've got like arm wrestling and other sort of... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that stuff yeah. was never there when I played before, so I'll have to give that a go. Yeah, yeah, added with the, the bikers update, I think. Yeah, you see, I played before there was any updates. Yeah. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. So there's absolutely loads. I think one of the main things I'm looking forward to getting into, and I hear it's one of the best money earners, is the Kyo Perico heists. So, I mean, if anyone's listening and they're uh, still actually clinging on to GTA 5, then for sure hit us up. Look for the uh, Total Podmo crew, or we'll, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll try and fit a link in the description for one of our YouTube videos or something, or maybe pop it in the uh, Spotify episode description or something like that so people can uh, join the crew from there. Otherwise, yeah, I'm sure sense. they'll be able to find us uh, under Total Pod Mode somehow. Yeah, I mean, we're out there. We're out in there. The ether. We need help. We need experienced hands to take us through the Cayo Perico heist and earn our millions. We want to take Total Pop Mode to a uh, Los Santos kingpin level. Money laundering. Let's make it happen. We want to be a drug enterprise. That's ex- exactly that. Yeah, we've got to be real careful with like our conversations about this. Because I mean, like, I just feel like at any point during this, you could just get like the kind of stuff. I want to be a gun runner and sell drugs. <laughs> like, yeah. And just you're like you're not even going to need to stitch that together. It's just going to be like, no, that's uh, yeah. that's what you do in Grand Theft Auto Online. <laughs> Without the context, it doesn't sound too great. But you know, on that okay, note, okay, fine. I'll just be a pimp. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we support sex workers at Total Pop Mode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> that is, I mean, that's kind of pretty much the tone of the missions in Grand Theft Auto, though. You're yeah. typically picking up drugs or picking up weapons equipment stolen from the military and dropping it off to one of your various nightclub locations or weapons hangers or something like that. Yeah. Um, or Gerald. Yeah, I mean, they do call it the criminal enterprise package. You do get a legitimate business included in it. You get a biker gang bar, I think, to begin with. And you also get a um, nightclub as well. I think that's built into it as well. Uh, They bring back uh, Gay Tony from Ballad of Gay Tony from Liberty City. So, um, yeah, yeah. But he was a really cool character, so I'm pleased to see him back. Um, I would have liked to have seen some more GTA 4 characters, if I'm honest. I think Johnny was the name of the biker, right, in the Lost and Damned DLC for Grand Theft Auto 4? Asking the wrong person, mate. Oh, you didn't play it, did you? So I guess that scene meant nothing to you when Trevor just fucking nails that guy and stomps on his head at the beginning of the game because his uh, Trevor's been sleeping with Johnny's girlfriend and Johnny comes up all pissed off. And Johnny's meant to be a real hard man in GTA 4. He's kind of like, you know, he becomes the leader of the uh, Liberty City, uh, whatever they're called, Liberty City biker gang. Uh, <laughs> ooh, yeah, that strikes ooh, fear into the hearts of their enemies. <laughs> oh, it's the Liberty City... Biker gang. Biker boys. Um... But anyway, like he's kind of established as a bit of a hard man protagonist. And then that was the way that they managed to immediately embed Trevor as an absolute psychopath is just that badass from that game just immediately gets his head caved in by Trevor. <laughs> so oh, really sets the scene, sets the tone for his character going forward in the game. Um, but yeah, no, I would have liked to have seen some more characters. I know that sort of Nico was very unlikely. Um, but I think Luis is the uh, name of the guy from the Ballad of Gay Tony DLC, and he was quite cool. And I can't think of a reason why he couldn't have showed up at some point. Who says he won't? Who yeah. Who says he won't? There's definitely plenty of time. I mean, if it's it's going to be probably three, four years till six comes out, realistically. And that's, yeah. again, without getting too far out of ourselves, assuming the leaks don't delay it too much. And in that time, I've, I do not believe for a second there won't be more GTA 5 content. Mm-hmm. Especially as they've probably got a separate studio supporting GTA 5 online than is developing GTA 6. So I reckon there will be. 
Maybe yeah. not many, but I reckon there will be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, have we seen CJ yet? Uh, no, CJ hasn't made a comeback. They and did. It's in Los Santos, isn't it? So. It is, yeah. They did make a kind of hint at, um, I think there was a rumour initially on that sort of either Big Smoke and I can't remember the name of the other dude, the one that was uh, cooking up crystal meth in his backyard or something like that. Ryder? <laughs> Ryder, that's it, yeah. You kill him, don't you? Yeah, that's what I mean. Big Smoke gets killed as well, right? Big, yeah. You smoke Big Smoke. Um at the end but that's what i mean they were kind of like there were characters that resembled them walking down the street and i think that it was kind of meant to be maybe a bit of a nod or oh, or something yeah. but yeah it's obviously it wasn't actually really canonical i don't think any of these gta 5 games are actually technically canonically linked like although that they do reference the other characters the game isn't meant to be this city in the same universe despite the fact that there's all these connections between the games they are meant to be kind of their own separate iterations in their own universes with just links to the same characters but it's not meant to be taken literally you know it's not meant to be taken as it's all one world that's kind of my understanding of the gta 5 law which is a bit confusing because they do kind of tie these games together and reference the other games a lot within all of them but it, claude existed at the same time as nico bellic existed at the same time as tommy vasetti but they weren't actually all on the same timeline during their games if that makes it any easier to understand so it's a multiverse is what you're telling me it's, yeah it's essentially a grand theft auto multiverse yeah yeah we got a million miles away from talking about how we did some missions together. In yeah, GTA God 5, damn, we? we did. Yeah, um, but just going back to some of the uh, things that we played online, the missions were really good. We ended up sneaking through a building that was a owned by a security company, the FIB. Uh, I think it was the kind of GTA take on the FBI. And uh, we had to sneak through and collect three pieces of hardware throughout the building. Um, it was quite quite challenging. I think it was actually a mission where we had that, and then we had something else to do as well, didn't we? It was two different sites, two bits of data at each site, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but one of them involved us actually having to get a uniform and changing into that and sneaking yeah. through because, well, I mean, the very first attempt of that mission involved us kind of walking in, walking towards the barrier, and then just immediately all the security guards drew their guns and yeah. in classic GTA fashion just absolutely opened up on us as we were walking yeah. through the lobby. Because <laughs> we forgot our disguises. Yeah, yeah, yeah they didn't in. take kindly to that. Just walked in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the f if I remember correctly, the other bit of the mission was we just had to shoot some fuse boxes on the outside of a building. Oh, that's right, yeah. Then we went to a pitch black place and stole some data. Yeah. Or one was a head no, one was a VR headset and one was something else. That's where I had to use our torches to get out of there, I remember now, yeah. No enemies at all, none whatsoever. Yeah, we took on the kind of the hot objective first of all, uh, and after dying a couple times to that, I think after the second death to that, we ended up going to the easier objective first. Of course, did that on the first try and then came back round for the uh, third try. And by that yeah. attempt, we'd learned that it was actually kind of quite feasible to do it as a stealth mission. And um, yeah. we had some real fun with that. We certainly did. You know, so in our final attempt in the FIB building, we got up, we went up the lift in our maintenance outfits. You know, no one suspected a thing despite me sprinting to the door. <laughs> slowing down and then just being like oh yeah nothing to see here boys like, just walking in in my head cannon i was whistling under my breath you know like, <laughs> just sort of like casually don't mind us we're just blending in 
Yeah, and then we got up the lift and uh, previous in our previous attempt, what we'd done is we just walked straight forward and people were like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And started shooting. And we actually killed everyone, to be fair. Yeah, we just caused a massacre. <laughs> yeah, we just, but we got we just got murked by the police on the way out. But then on this time, on this particular occasion, we actually got in and we were actually tactical about it. And it was kind of um, on the minimap you had Metal Gear Solid-esque cones of vision. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That so you allow you to sneak past. And... Uh, we attempted the old dual takeout, and the first one was brilliant. It works remarkably well. I was actually quite surprised, to be honest with you. We did the actual sneak takedown, but it was like a perfectly synchronized attempt. And uh blow me down, it actually it perfectly worked. It felt like we were playing Splinter Cell for a second. It really did. <laughs> Yeah. But then what happened the second time when we tried it? I forgot to crouch, I forgot to sneak attack, and I just kind of ran up and just socked the guy, like sucker punched yeah. the guy, but didn't actually knock him out. So Is that is that why you headbutted him <laughs> instead I... of like <laughs> instead of doing the shoulder chop? I'm oh was it headbutt? Was that what I yeah, did? Yeah, you headbutted him. Okay, right. I might have headbutted the guy and then I did follow up with a kick to try and pacify him further. Yeah. Didn't work. He yelled out and by that point the whole building and we did end up causing a massacre again. This was like a really yeah. coordinated, good attempt that we did here. It is. And it would <laughs> have until that point, if it wasn't yeah. for that damn crouch button. Yeah, yeah, I didn't clock that I wasn't actually sneaking at the time. And if you're just kind of in your regular standing mode, you kind of, well, headbutt the you guy headbutt instead the guy. of <laughs> doing a cool sneaky move. And it doesn't work out so well. Yeah. As we discovered. I will say, I will say though, it was still perfectly synchronized. It was the headbutt and your karate chop on the guy worked. Yeah, yeah it definitely and did. At first, I didn't realize at first, so I was like, "Why is the alarm going off? I thought we just nailed that." <laughs> and then we was just like, "Oh, uh, I think I fucked I up." <laughs> I don't think I was sneaking. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" But then we got out. It was fine. Yeah, we kind of had a much more coordinated attempt there. I think actually what happened, didn't it, was I tried to get out the building, then I got shot, and then I spawned outside the building. I was then able to kind of recover our car, and then I did a kind of pull up outside. We finished them off and then hopped in and drove off. Um, Pretty much, yeah. Mission complete. I was just holding off the police in the inside of the building, waiting for you to get back, and then you got back. We waited for the opportune moment and did it. And yeah, and once we'd uh, finished off that little heist, we got a cool little 20 grand each or something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Nice little money in the pocket. Was that enough for us, though? No, of course it wasn't. Our thirst for blood was not yet sated. Certainly wasn't. Nor that sweet, cold, hard cash. (laughs) Then Benjamin's. That dollar, dollar bill, yo. So what we did was we were just driving. We went to go to a shop. We actually went to go buy some snackies so that we could recover some health during these. Hey, all that heist and shit, that takes a lot out of you. You need to get some meteorites and some P's and Q's. And then we get some cigarettes and some booze as well. And whilst we were there, we thought, fuck it, let's hold this guy up. We've just bought all this stuff, maybe shoplifted a little bit too. Yeah, and you know, these things happen. Um, and And then we would get driving away the police for some reason got involved i'm not quite sure why i'm sure it had nothing to do with the fact that i popped him in the head after he'd given us the cash i'm sure that was nothing to do with it (laughs) no but it was uh you know we weren't wearing masks or anything so i thought kill the witness that's you know fairly standard thing yeah standard yeah i may have also shot someone on exiting the store as well because no witnesses (laughs) yeah yeah oh yeah fair enough (laughs) um and, anyway, you know, and as we were getting away, uh, Will just piped up and said, "Hey, man, there's another like three stores down here. Do you want to?" <laughs> it's just like a line of stores. Should we just rob them all? <laughs> and you know, and as the uh, the upstart young criminal that I am in GTA Five, I was like, "Hell yeah, let's do this!" So we jumped out. Robbed the second store, I believe. Again, yeah, I think we just right, popped yeah. the guy in the face because we had no time to be. Yeah, at that point, I mean, we were already kind of 
criminals in the eyes of the law, so we might as well yeah. double down. I mean, we're going down. <laughs> we might as well go down in a go down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> oh. oh God! So yeah, we so we robbed that store, and then uh, I think I got killed. And uh, weirdly, after I got killed, Will was still being chased by the feds. Right? I just spawned with no wanted level, about three paces away from the shop. <laughs> So I can just drive about. I can, you know, I'm I'm having a great time. Picked up the next car. Yeah, picked up the next car, and uh, you know, I think I might even have gone to another shop. Yeah, I think we hit our free stores all in all. Yeah, I was kind of lurking around on that one, keeping the police busy um, for yeah. the third attempt. But yeah, it was a nice little Bonnie and Clyde moment there. Absolutely rinsing it. Uh, it's not a real good money earner, I will say. Um, you only yeah, get maybe something like three hundred fifty dollars a pop, isn't it? Is it is it that little? I thought it might have been like two and a half k instead. Is it really that small? Oh yeah, not from the tills. Yeah, you don't get much at all. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a kind of a fun thing to do, isn't it? You know, just yeah. a little bit of aggravated burglary. Just well, as a there fun is an thing. achievement for robbing all the stores as well. So <laughs> it's all progress, baby. All progress. Oh jeez. Um, with that said, though, um, that really was kind of the only game that I actually played uh, over the last week, and. Uh, I used up pretty much all my game time on that. So um, why don't you talk about what you've been up to this week, James? Because um, I hear tell that someone's been playing Still Rising. Well, playing. Finished, mate. Completed it. Absolutely Done. crushed it. In a week, no less, right? Uh, in three days. Three, Jesus. Nice one. Yeah. So, so at the start of the week, we had, um, we had a bank holiday in the UK. And I thought, what better thing to do than to crack on with Steel Rising and see how it goes because I'd been really enjoying it since I started playing it sort of a couple of days before and I just got kind of in I just got really into it over that weekend really because I started yeah. I think I believe I started playing it on the Friday of the pod I think I jumped in for a quick hour or so but yeah I just carried on playing with it and uh, I was really enjoying the story I was really enjoying the combat everything was really good and yeah I just ended up completing it uh, st- my Steel Rising playthrough was 20 hours and that was with every single side quest at least I assume every single side quest um, and doing all the you know I explored everywhere pretty thoroughly I think I'm sure there's stuff I missed I don't suspect for a second that I found every single weapon and things like that but certainly most of them still shorter than i thought it might be because greedfall if you do absolutely everything is potentially up to 35 40 hours Mm, mm. so i was expecting something similar but no uh i was about 20 hours and honestly that i i don't mind a game that length uh star wars jedi fallen order was about the same length and uh both very good experiences very different experiences of course but they're both quite story driven both sort of heavily focused on the combat and uh you know both very very good fun i i think as long as they kind of pack in a lot of good content within those 20 hours and it actually feels quite sort of handcrafted and they've put quite a bit of effort into either like a good storyline or really good map design or you know really good combat systems or something like that or a combination of the three then it's always gonna i mean and i, I think that you've got a kind of a recipe for for a, a pretty solid game and you know, it sounds like you would agree that Still Rising kind of goes there as well. I absolutely would. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I've said many times at this stage that I really liked Spiders, the developer, and for me, this was another hit in the box for them. I've I've not played a game of theirs that I've not liked so far, and I think I've played four of their games: uh, Mars Warlogs, The Technomancer. Greedfall and now Steel Rising. Mm. And uh, I compare it to Jedi Fallen Order in terms of similar style of game and length. I will say the Jedi Fallen Order has a much better world 
because there's all the different planets the levels are a lot more intricate right uh, yeah. a lot longer and much more painful to get around but you know a lot more I, money so, behind uh, a game a like lot that more as money well yeah it. yeah you know ea and respawn versus spiders yeah you know, <laughs> different kettles of fish but you know i, I can't say enough good things about steel rising really obviously it wasn't perfect there were some things that you see and you're like ah oh, you know that's not ideal mm-hmm. um like so for example there were some buildings that you could go into where if you looked closely you could be like this is a copy and paste of another building i was in earlier <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean um, it happens but, you know, in games um, but no, the weapon the the weapon variety was good throughout. Would I have liked to have seen a few more combos? Yeah, sure, probably would have done. But I've been spoiled with games like Dark Souls and, and Elden Ring more recently, where mm. you can do so much. Um, but no, yeah, thoroughly recommend it. The story's pretty great, I thought. Um, where I was going to say, give it. me a quick, uh, you know, give me a quick overview of the storyline. So without going, and this will be very vague because. Uh, in case any of you want to play it out there and you yourself as well will. But um, essentially it's set in the time of Louis XIV and Marie Antoinette. Louis XIV has gone a bit mental and he's commissioned a, I guess, professor type jobby. Right. I don't really know what he is. An evil scientist. Kind of, yeah. Called Cagliostro um, to build him a robot army. And the, I don't want to say it, but you find out something about how the robots are, uh, how they work. Oh, okay. You're you are a robot yourself, and you are sort of part of what I'm not trying to tell you about because it's part of the story, <laughs> and, all. and you find out about yourself and you know your origins and things like that as you go along. And the ultimate end game is the end goal of the game. Sorry, is to stop Louis the Fourteenth because what his robot army have done is they've essentially massacred the people of Paris. Okay, okay, right. Um, and is Louis the Fourteenth the final boss of the game? I'm not telling you. No, <laughs> I want to know how the final boss was. How did you find that? If you completed it, <laughs> uh, he, he's not. He's not. He's not the final boss. Okay. <laughs> the one thing I will say about this game is, compared to a Souls, which you have to, because it is a Souls like. Yeah. It was challenging, but the bosses were pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't get like hung up on a particular boss for too long or anything like that. No, there was one boss that I died to one time because of an area of effect attack sort of perfectly done while I was in the corner of the arena so yeah. I couldn't really move. Yeah. Um, but otherwise I did every single boss first time in the game. Every, every single mainline boss, I should say, every single main boss. There were a couple of mini bosses that I died to at the very, very start while I was still learning the game and things like that. But once I knew what I was doing, I didn't find it too hard on the bosses. But I found that some of their attacks were quite predictable and you could sort of get around it. That's quite a clear indication there then, I suppose, that the, yeah, the bosses, perhaps that kind of absolute... Uh, from soft pedigree and those sorts of move sets and things like that they've got all of those tricky moves absolutely down to a t whereas um a studio like spiders i think this is their first foray into souls like game right this is uh that i'm aware of yes yeah so yeah you can absolutely appreciate the attacks are going to be that bit more predictable and simplistic yeah. and things like that not so much simplistic i've got to say no? some of them were really and the way that because obviously every single boss in the game is a robot Right. So you can do some really cool things with the designs and some of the stuff they can do, like, you know, without getting too much in spoiler territory, you've got things like flamethrowers, you've got things like electric AOE attacks, you've got explosions, you've got all sorts of things going on. Does you know, elemental damage play? Yeah, it sounds like it does yeah. then if you're describing ice and things as well. Not so much damage as, as effects, I would say. Okay, you can freeze so obviously people. With the, you can freeze, you can stun. burn. It's not so much stun, actually. The ele- I don't really know what the electricity one does. I think it stops your stamina from re- regenerating or something like that. Because obviously you're a robot too, so if you're having an electrical surge, you wouldn't be able to 
yeah sort of recharge as much so things like that but what i will say is the general levels that you go around with the mobs and things like that that was excellent in terms of how they did it they didn't do and i'm sorry dark souls 2 but they didn't do a dark souls 2 where they just had (laughs) loads of mobs in one place for artificial difficulty at times yeah they actually it was done really well so you'd have you might have up to four enemies on you at certain points but they were all different types that sort of synergized perfectly together to give you a really nice challenge okay so so there was so for example you'd have might have one big guy with a massive shield and a spear Mm. who moves really quickly knocks you about and has a lot of range for his attacks couple that with two sort of fairly standard mobs and then a little spider mob who can produce a shield that will then give damage reduction to the whole team right okay so you've got to actually then kind of calculate which enemy you attack first and things like that i like that all of this is taking place in the alleyways of a broken paris so it's quite cramped at times there is a stamina bar so you can't just dodge infinitely and stuff like that so there was some cool challenge to it and i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed it i loved the art style i loved the sort of setting i didn't think that i'd end up liking a sort of i don't know how to describe it an aristocratic looking robot i suppose <laughs> i didn't think that i'd sort of be that charmed by that character but i really was mm. you know aegis is a great protagonist and uh yeah you know I, I can't really say too much more about it it's uh in my opinion spiders have knocked out the park once again and uh, i can't wait to see if there's a follow-up or if there's uh, a different ip but in the same sort of style hopefully with a little bit more money behind it maybe because I really had a good time with it. But you definitely wouldn't be sorry to see another uh, Souls-like announced by Spiders anytime soon. Uh, I would be all over it, man. I mean, they're probably yeah, focusing nice. all their time in the now on Greedfall 2, which has already been announced. Hmm. I would love to see Spiders have another crack at a Souls-like. Again, hopefully with a little bit more budget, uh, maybe a little bit more time, because I could be talking utter nonsense with this, but I feel like the development of this game might have been sort of somewhat compromised by COVID. Right, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, any game release kind of in the last year or two you'd imagine has has been impacted by it somehow yeah so you know with a full development cycle with no issues like that possibly a little bit more budget behind them because hopefully this game sells well go out there and buy steel rising everyone i thoroughly recommend it you've definitely sold me i'm absolutely gonna have to pick this one up uh it just sounds like it's really worth worth the investment really in terms of it yeah i'm definitely going to pick this one up i'm really looking forward to giving it a try the details that you've given me as long as some of these screenshots and footage i've seen it definitely appeals to me um kind of following in that similar trend of souls likes and it you know it has passing resemblances to bloodborne as well so yeah very much looking forward to giving it a go at some point i think with that mate i think uh, that's probably covered our catch up for the week because i didn't play anything else other than those two games and uh something we'll be talking about a little bit later well, good effort, man. You kind of about played as much actual game time as I did in the week, as well as completing Still Rising. Um, yeah, I just got a bit carried away with setting up the Total Pop Mode franchise. Yeah, <laughs> worth it though, mate. I did the groundwork. I laid it in, exactly. yeah. But no, with that, I think, you know, as I say, that probably covers the catch-up. So now let's move on to some news. So, first news story this week, it would be remiss of us not to mention that last Sunday, a whole bunch of Grand Theft Auto 6 leaks happened. It was just an absolute clusterfuck yeah, of leaks, wasn't like it? it just videos. One thing after the other. Absolutely insane, yeah. the amount of material that actually came out about it. They're saying this is the biggest leak in gaming yeah. history. I mean, the article I've got in front of me says, massive and unprecedented leak. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's just... A Rockstar game has never been spoiled on this scale before. 
Um, and I think that the you know the team over there are understandably really gutted about this. I know the GTA releases and GTA reveals play a massive part in terms of the marketing for these games. I'm sure you remember the GTA San Andreas introduction as well as like the GTA 5 bit where Michael's walking down the street. They're just quite memorable intros to these worlds and that's kind of been robbed of them in one sense because obviously the game is still heavily in development as people can see clearly from the footage that was leaked. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just a shame it's happened in the way it's happened because as you've alluded to there with Grand Theft Auto especially Rockstar are always very very secretive because they know how big a cultural icon it is they want to keep as much detail as secret as possible so that they can actually build the hype organically not that they need much help building it let's be real but build that hype organically the game comes out and even if you sort of know what it's going to be it's still great you're still like oh hell yeah because I mean we all sort of knew that it was potentially going to be a male and female protagonist that you could switch between we all sort of knew that it was probably going to be in vice city again and because i literally have read nothing about gta 6 because i don't want that spoilers i don't want any of that in my life yeah i tend to avoid and i was aware that the general sort of consensus was yeah it was going to be a bonnie and clyde type deal there's going to be a male and female that you are that work together um and the big rumor was yeah this time we really really truly think it's going to be back in vice city and and i was aware of this without trying to read anything in fact actively avoiding things yeah i'm kind of much the same as you though i do avoid any sort of gta rumors because i do look forward to every release and um haven't been disappointed so far with any of the titles no, I, haven't I, would at say. All. I mean as i say i've, I've missed out on four but i started it on gta 3 vice city is probably my favorite one and then san andreas is yeah awesome i mean too. yeah and five was excellent like the single player you know we've talked about online quite a lot in this episode already but the single player campaign in five is just an absolute masterpiece so yeah i and and i knew nothing about five when that came out i knew eventually just before i got it that you could be three characters and i couldn't wait to see how that panned out but not knowing anything else about i had no idea you were going to be able to do heists I, i really knew nothing so that was all great and that's why this is a bit of a shame because whilst as you've sort of said earlier there is it's clearly sort of alpha for footage right this is not any sort of no when it's not even alpha probably it's nowhere near ready it's in development i mean placeholder textures placeholder pedestrians all over the place it's looking very very kind of unpolished and basic sort of thing i mean even the you know the protagonist character models resolutions for the the textures on them look look lowered and actually during a lot of these leaks you can even see sort of like memory warnings popping off like (laughs) you know like it's completely unoptimized it's just complete early stages isn't it it's all engine tests and things for the most part and that's what makes it the shame because obviously as i mentioned there you've got sort of 90 odd videos that have sort of been leaked and really there's too much going on in a lot of them for it to be fake there's too many assets there's too many gta staples if you like in terms of game design some of the background noises the conversations and things like that and obviously since all this has happened rockstar have confirmed that it is real it's legit yeah very quickly i think it was within a day or two of these leaks actually coming out and the message was that they were understandably really really bummed out by this and i can imagine that the kind of the feeling of the team going into work the next day can't have been too great the atmosphere in the office after kind of having what's essentially your kind of uh your yeah. baby 
your brainchild all being uh, leaked early. It's, yeah, it must have been quite disappointing. Absolutely. And the other thing that this has unfortunately shone a light on is is the security of people homeworking compromised to such a degree that people can hack and steal their stuff. Because my understanding is from reading up on this is that a fair amount of this work was being done remotely. It wasn't necessarily all being done in, in uh, GTA HQ, wherever that might, Rockstar HQ, should I say. I think a lot of the, lot of the development work was being done at home. So that's unfortunately shone a light on that that could potentially lead to people being forced to go back to the office and things like that which whilst maybe not the biggest deal in the world is still that's going to affect some people really badly i'd say absolutely i think that following the pandemic a lot of people have sort of gotten quite used to working from home now and you know yeah i mean that could have potential impacts on um you know employment within studios if people are really keen to work on a project then they'd obviously be willing to come into the office but you know you may well lose staff potentially that are being now forced to come back into the office yeah, exactly and it might be that some people that are working on the game could only do it remotely like different countries maybe or things of that nature and they might now not be able to continue yeah. on the project which obviously if you're a young developer or a young programmer or whatever and your your dream is to get into gaming rocks you've land a job at rockstar working on mm. grand theft auto you think you're in the money don't you you think wow this is the best thing ever if that got taken away from you i can't imagine that's great like at all yeah no not at all um so no it's a very very sad situation you know apparently the fbi are involved not the fib the fbi really <laughs> not yeah. the actual fib wow yeah, the fbi you know, this time damn to quote the article i've got here from um, ign given the extensive nature of the hacks and also the reported victims aren't one but two major companies the fbi has gotten involved in the investigation yeah i'm sure rockstar are taking this very seriously oh, from absolutely, a legal they stance. Are. i mean they released a statement saying as such really you know obviously they confirmed that it was all real mm, mm. obviously they confirmed it was an illegal third party hack so good to hear at least it didn't come from the inside yeah absolutely like a disgruntled employee had leaked a bunch of stuff Obviously, there seems to be a thing in gaming industry at the moment of uh, deliberate leaks, as it were. But this game is way too far away for... Certainly, I would never suspect a deliberate leak on this because a deliberate leak typically happens within a year of the game releasing, not three, four years away, you know? And not looking this rough, let's be honest, you know, it's a glimpse of like a, a skyline or a vista or something. You know, you might see the Malibu Club logo or something on a skyline, but you wouldn't see your female protagonist robbing a clucking bell. Um, so no, pretty uh, pretty big deal, obviously. And obviously, as a result of all this, has been a lot of fallout. Uh, my understanding is that... I don't know if it's the same hackers, but I assume it is, are now holding Rockstar to ransom, saying that they're going to release GTA 5 and GTA 6, um, the, whatchamacallit? Source code or Source something code, like that? thank you, that's what it is. Right, okay, damn. Whether they have it or not, I don't know, but there's all these threats going around about that, and it obviously puts Rockstar in a pretty awkward position, because they probably don't want that shit getting out. No, to just have all of that leaks in the public domain, I mean, obviously it's not going to be become public domain information, but the fact that it will be out there and able to be down downloaded it's yeah it must be a real shitty time all round. yeah really must be and i think they seem to be getting the sympathy of the gaming industry and rightly so well you know in some some aspects i've also seen people saying Fuck rockstar they've been riding this cash cow gta5 for nine years they deserve this oh, come and on. i gotta say i i can't find any sympathy in that sort of sentiment whatsoever you know there is uh it's hard to ignore that
that section of the internet out there that really are, you know, furious that the fact that Rockstar has sent their way into a cash cow here and absolutely milked it until it's almost run dry. You know, it, it's well, it's actually not showing any signs of running dry as far as I can see. And uh, yeah, they've just kind of made a business decision with Grand Theft Auto Five, and a lot of people are really using that as a device to kind of hate on the company as a whole. I think. Yeah, I mean, well, don't get me wrong. Rockstar and Angels, you know, uh, no, absolutely, their not. crunch culture is one of the worst out there. If you believe what the stories say, so I should probably say allegedly. But one of the, didn't one of the brothers? I forget what they're called, but didn't one of the brothers leave as a result of all that? Dan Hauser. Hauser, that's it. Um, you know, not not specifically as a result of that. In terms of that's not what was announced, but that's kind of why he left. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, don't get me wrong, Rockstar don't deserve sympathy on all fronts. But something like this, you wouldn't wish on any business. I mean, you know, you can say what you want, Rockstar milking a cash cow over they built that game from the ground up and it's done really well it's evolved over the years it's been phenomenal you know obviously you need to earn the cash and grind the game to actually earn a lot of the stuff but all of the DLC has been free they haven't charged a penny for any of the additional content over the eight or nine years that it's been running so yeah fair play to them from that front I think that that's absolutely fantastic exactly and if they continue to make absolutely stellar single player campaigns as well then you know why why wish that not to happen why why would you f*** with that you know and I bet all the people that are saying oh they're dicks they've just been milking a cash cow I bet you fucking bought the game I bet you <laughs> yeah, fucking played it yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I wouldn't mind betting that as a result of these leaks the GTA 6 probably delayed I reckon it's probably added genuinely maybe a year or two to the timeline but I wouldn't mind betting that what we get at the end of it is something fucking excellent yeah and, and don't get me wrong this is not me giving this a silver lining I think these hackers are complete cunts for doing this I can't understand their logic at all this doesn't favour anyone at all it's completely useless to everyone some men just want to watch the world burn james don't fuck with a good game while you're doing it all right go go fucking leak the sims 5 or some shit that no one cares about <laughs> don't come for gta but no so just to tie a bow on the gta talk really i hope that the developers are all okay i hope that no one's mental health has been too seriously affected by this it's just a really shit situation for them to be in and i hope people don't lose their jobs over this as a result as well but no so uh moving on to our second news story bit more positive if depending on how you look at it, really. But um, NVIDIA has announced a new graphics card is going to be coming out uh, October 12th, apparently. So at the time of recording, oh, about wow, three weeks soon. away, we are getting the RTX 40 series. Now, I jumped into PC at the 30 series, and I think it's excellent. I've got myself a nice little RTX 3080. I say little. Big. big <laughs> it's a chunky boy. Big boy, yeah. yeah. need to get the big boy case. And that's been great. I, I must admit, I thought that those were relatively new-ish. Mm. But I'm not super into the graphics card world. I'm getting more into it now that I own a PC. But uh, yeah, apparently at uh, the GeForce Beyond presentation earlier this week, NVIDIA officially announced the Long Rumors 40 series video cards, the RTX 4090 and the RTX 4080. So if we assume that it's similar to the 30 series, the 4080 is going to be a sort of the one that sort of for high-end gaming if you like and the 4090 is going to be more for sort of architectural design and things of that nature like the 3090 Mm. was it has something like 26 gigabytes of vram doesn't it or something like that which is massive i mean this new series of graphics cards is like a huge increase yeah i mean so the article i've got in front of me if if i compare my 3080 which is 10 gig they're saying the rtx 4080 will have two different versions a 16 gig and a 12 gig but the 4090 could be upwards of 24 gig of vram 
DRAM this is. Yeah, so it's as you say, probably more for like architectural yeah. applications, 3D exactly. rendering and things like that. Again, as I say, similar to what the 3090 sort of is. We have got some pricing information for this as well. For all of you PC gamers out there thinking, oh, I, I fancy a, a graphics card update. I might have a look at this 40 series when it comes out in a month's time or so. I uh, hope you've been saving your money. We've got some bad news for you. The RTX 4090 um, is apparently going to be $1,599. That's roughly, I think, $100 more than the 3080 on launch. But apparently the... Um, the RTX 4080, the 16 gig version will be just under $1,200, 1199 and the 12 gigabyte will be $899 apparently. So that seems a bit more reasonable, maybe? Although, you know, still very expensive. Yeah, I think a lot of people were hoping to see a, a d- decrease in the price between the 40 series and the 30 series, considering the sort of, you know, uh, situation around silicon shortages and microchips being produced, associated production costs and things like that. But it definitely seems like the storm isn't over. And it's funny you mention that because the other piece of sort of news that came out with alongside this was uh, NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang has stated that Moore's Law is dead. Now, Moore's Law is, I believe, the concept of over time, power goes up, price comes down. Yeah, as the, much, as yeah. the hardware sort of isn't as new, isn't as fresh and can never be produced more cheaply, components are more readily available, the technology is sort of becomes older, if you like, and therefore is mm. less expensive. Yep, according to the NVIDIA CEO, that's not going to be the case anymore. Basically, we're going to be seeing price staying high um, as the power continues to rise. Moore is quoted as saying that a 12-inch wafer is a lot more expensive today and the idea that the chip is going to go down in price is a story of the past. And that I can totally believe because as a result of the Mm. pandemic, there was a massive silicon shortage, as everyone knows, in terms of anyone that was trying to buy a PS5, me having to wait four months for my fucking PC. (laughs) Damn data miners. But so, you know, I can believe that being true, but it's a little bit early to be saying this, I think. I think certainly short to midterm, yes, the Moore's Law won't be a thing because, you know, whilst we are sort of out the back end of the pandemic, the effect on the supply chain is still going to be seen, I would say, for at least another one or two years. I can believe in the short to midterm that this being a thing, but I think for them to say that it's a thing of the past and it'll be completely dead, I think is a little bit too premature. What what do you think about all this pricing malarkey? Well, you know, um, obviously no one wants to hear that the price is staying up for these cards after there were sort of notions being tossed around that, you know, we were looking to finally seeing a fall in graphics card prices. It kind of means good news for me because I was kind of planning at some point within the next couple of years to actually buy myself the 30 series. Uh, and I can see that the release of the 40 series will trigger a, a fall in price for the 30 series, there being suddenly more demand for the 40 series. You say that, but you know, if the NVIDIA CEO's statements are to be believed, you might not see that price reduction. Yeah, I'm thinking, I suppose, more on the sort of third party seller slash secondhand market sort of thing, where you are likely to find these things for a bit cheaper than necessarily on retail. So I think that it's it's definitely... I see it as good news. I, I think that people are going to be kind of clamoring to get the 40 series and therefore there will be less demand for the 30 over the next coming years. But yes, I suppose, you know, 
it makes sense. I can absolutely appreciate, it, especially with sort of the you know the precious materials and metals that they use to produce these components becoming more and more scarce as well. I think that that's also a consideration in terms of some of the pricing for these things as well. That to make this actually sustainable, these things need to be priced appropriately. You know, from a business standpoint, I kind of understand the statements. I don't think it lasts, as I say, but the business world is a cruel place, and if people are willing to accept it for a couple of years, then who? What's going to stop them from keeping it that way? You know, people are willing to pay it mm. it's probably going to happen but i'm not a fan of it i think that when the technology does get older you should become more readily available so that more people can experience gaming in the best possible form they can for lack of a better phrase because i'm not sure that's necessarily mm. phrased well you know it's it's cool that there's been advancements and it's great that the 40 series is coming out a little bit annoyed at myself that i'm kind of tempted honestly yeah it rubs me a little bit the wrong way that they're sort of saying yeah you know this new technology is coming but don't expect the old stuff to get cheaper now which is how it feels to me anyway i guess my interpretation more from that was rather than the old technology becoming cheaper they were essentially meaning that the new technology isn't going to reflect the fact that it's uh becoming cheaper to make that sort of thing the the, the new iteration is going to stay high as opposed to them necessarily saying that the 30 series was going to remain extremely yeah. highly priced as it is now or as it was we're back when we were looking at pc parts peak pandemic time right so they was probably slightly inflated at that point anyway and understandably so yeah um, absolutely yeah but yeah no it's an interesting stance to take as i say it's you know on the one hand you're letting the consumers know hey this is what we intend to do but on the other hand it's like ah really guys unfortunately nvidia is sort of the big daddy in this in this market so really Mm, in my mm. opinion anyway they're the mark of quality when it comes to graphics cards and things like that so hey who knows i'll say that i don't actually think mine is an nvidia but you know whatever shout outs to zotac gaming <laughs> but um interestingly enough and i won't go too much into this there is another article on pc gamer that questions this pricing structure anyway um so, sort of saying you know the tagline is 900 for a 192 bit graphics card seriously there's clearly some sort of cynicism out there about the pricing structure as is Initially, I can believe it because silicon prices are probably still very high. As the NVIDIA CEO has said, you know, chips and wafers and things like that nature, they are more expensive at the moment. But that price is going to come down in the next sort of Mm, mm. one to five years. I know that's a big range, but you just don't know how long it's going to take the market to recover really. But that will come down. So and at that point, good business sense says that you pass those savings on to the consumer in the same way that if the prices rise, you pass that on to the consumer too. That's the flow of business. But, you know, fingers crossed the 30 series becomes cheaper when the 40 series comes out and is a little bit settled. And then maybe you can get yourself on the 30 series train. 38 series gang. That'd be well nice. Finally, 4K ray tracing will be mine. Well, and having spoken about the death of Moore's Law there in that NVIDIA story, another unfortunate death is coming in our third news story today. We reported a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago maybe, can't remember exactly, that uh, the Dark Souls 3 servers were finally back online, having been offline for seven months or so, um, while some serious security breaches were being looked at. Uh, Unfortunate news, uh, the Dark Souls 3 servers are offline again. Right, and is this actually uh, taken down by FromSoft, or is this taken down by some sort of hack or security breach? This has been taken down by FromSoft. Thankfully, they've already confirmed that they found the issue. Okay, So there's not going to be another... Seven-month hiatus. Yeah, exactly. There's (laughs) not going to be another lengthy period of time where they try and diagnose the problem. But no, apparently they found another issue with the multiplayer servers and they've had to take the service offline again. Although it does seem like it's not going to be quite as long pause this time. It does sound like it's going to extend the pause before Dark Souls Remastered and 2 come back online, though. It does sound like it's going to cause a delay there. 
Absolutely. But if they found the issue in the three servers, I like to think they'd look at the issue for remastered and two as well. You would think so, considering they all run on kind of the same engine, right? And yeah. Exactly. And hopefully that would kill three birds with one stone and they'd then be able to get everything back online pretty quickly. But that remains to be seen. Yeah, not a great time for those PvP fans out there. No, it's like having your toy, then it's suddenly snatched away from you again by Miyazaki. Yeah, in less than a month. It's like, ooh, <laughs> all you tease. That's horrible. It was all part of Miyazaki's plan. Yeah, it's just a troll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a big, one big elaborate troll. But yes, yeah, so I know it's a, a fairly quick news story that obviously has big old FromSoft fans over here with not news that we like to hear. I'm not the biggest PvP guy, but I did have a great time completing Dark Souls 3 with a friend relatively recently. And obviously we had a great time completing Bloodborne together. What well, feels like f***ing ages ago now, I've got to say. but Yeah, a long time ago now. Probably was a couple of years now, actually. Mm, oh, geez, mm. Time flies. But no, so hopefully these can come back up and running because uh, as we've sort of teased previously, it would be quite nice to do a trilogy stream, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'm really keen to get on doing a trilogy stream. Um, Also, it's just kind of a lot of people, it's preventing them from actually going back and fully enjoying these titles. So you just hope that it's back up as soon as possible. Get better soon, Dark Souls 3 Online and all the other ones. (laughs) We miss you. We'll send you your flowers. And then sort of finishing off the news with uh, quite a fun story, this one, really. Myself and Will are pretty big fans of uh, video game critic, YouTube sensation, uh, video game donkey. He's revealed that he's made a new video game publishing company called Big Mode that aims to bring good games to light and give devs support. Uh, My understanding on this is that it's going to focus sort of more on indie titles and uh, shining a light on the gems of the indie scene that can be found sometimes, as Dunkey has done before with games such as um, Hades. Super Meat Boy. Undertale. Undertale. Yeah, he's, you know, he's actually really done a lot for these studios by actually kind of bringing this to a much larger audience that he has. Yeah, and Hades won Game of the Year. Like, that's, you know, let's not forget that. Maybe not yeah, the official game, yeah. it's won a Game of the Year award. I don't know if it was that one. But, it, you know, it's it's really cool to see the Donkeys actually now put together a studio as it kind of has the assets and the funding together to do this and support those titles more directly now. So looking forward to seeing what he's actually going to come out with or, you know, what talent he will put together and produce video games. Absolutely. It's going to be very interesting to see. And great news for the fans of his current content as well. No plans for that to stop as a result of this. He may well use his channel to promote big mode games going forward, but we're still going to get those wonderful Donkey critic videos that we know and love. Actually, related to this week's news, go and check out Donkey's GTA 6 leaks episode right after checking out the podcast. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. No spoilers, you're alright. Yeah, you're fine, you're fine. If, if you are bothered <laughs> about watching uh, any of the GTA 6 leagues, you'll be fine watching that video. Yeah, very, very entertaining, man. So no, wish him all the best with that and uh, look forward to seeing how it goes. But with that, Will, we've come to the end of the news. So now it's time for... The Challenge! The Games Challenge. Yes, James, uh, I've been looking forward to how you've been getting on with this one. I knew that uh, this could potentially be quite an ask of you to uh, to get a, a win in Apex as well as the damage requirement there. Because I suck at Battle Royales. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like like I said, I, I, yeah. I, I thought that... Ah, you suck at Battle Royales, <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> uh, it's true, it's true. I think in the last Apex game that we played together, you did something like 75 damage or something like that. So. In the Battle Royale, in the arena, I did all right. 
Oh, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Like, Arena's a bit more of, Give like, an assault. Give me some credit. <laughs> this is the thing is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say you're a bad FPS player. I would Not say that the, the bat- yeah, the Battle Royale presents an issue to you whatever that is i can't pinpoint whatever that issue is but you know i can't deny the fact that we have a terrible history of playing together on most battle royale games save like a couple of warzone victories i think that we clinched before playing with some other people as well shout out george and charlie yeah and liam for that matter oh yeah that's right yeah we got a nice tasty win with liam as well but uh no yeah it's uh i think the issue with battle royales is that i'm I'm better at fighting AIs than I am humans, evidently. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm just a bit too bait running out and looking around and thinking, oh yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's very easy to get caught unawares. You need to be kind of constantly vigilant. Exactly. And, you know, I think also the f- it doesn't help. I'm not massively into Battle Royale games. I like them, sure. They're, they're fun. More for the social side rather than actual playing them. And as a result, I'm not quite as acutely into it as I might be for something that I really enjoy, like a FromSoft title that we were speaking about earlier. Um, but yeah, you know, who knows? I am shit, though. I, I fully cop for that. <laughs> so go on then, enough teasing, James. How did you get on with Apex? Well, Will, I hate to say this, but... I haven't really got a great deal to talk about this week. I'll start off by saying that I did fail the challenge. However, I am not going to take 100% of the blame for this. Now, (laughs) I know that sounds like a weird statement. Respawn. (laughs) You sons of bitches, Respawn. (laughs) No, so, I mean, I didn't do it. That's on me. It's definitely a fail. Absolutely no excuses in that. And I'm not 100% sure I would have done it even had the game been running properly but essentially what happened was i i tried to play i jumped on had one game absolutely no issue was fine and it actually gave me quite a lot of confidence because i you know the challenge was get a win whilst getting at least 400 damage and the and the rationale behind that was because that means i'm contributing to the team victory i'm not just being carried yeah and in this first game that i played i probably hit with about three or four shots on one of the enemies and I did 100 damage. So that was like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, the damage isn't going to be that big a deal. And that was the thing I was most worried about. And that sort of yeah. that buoyed me up. So I was like, oh, sweet. I'll jump straight into the second game. Like, jobs are good. But then as soon as I landed with my team in the second game, a very strange thing happened. The game itself was running perfectly. And I could see this because I could see others moving around fine. My shooting was still on point. Like, that was no issue there. But I encountered a bug, an error, I don't know what it was, where essentially I couldn't run properly. It was almost like I was running through treacle and I was kind of stuttering and almost rubber banding, but not rubber banding. It's a really bizarre... And I can't really explain it. Only really seems to affect movement. But yeah, it's like you kind of walk forwards a bit and then you suddenly, you kind of walk two feet forwards yeah. and then snap back a foot. Yeah. And that's all happening in the space of a second. Yeah, it's so not it's good. like really juttery, really hard to sort of control almost. And just, you know, fine when you're just wandering around exploring. But I say fine, not ideal, but manageable while you're just wandering around exploring buildings. But the second you get into combat... It's just, you're dead. You're a sitting duck. Because it's impossible to get to cover. And even when you're like sliding, did you ever encounter a situation where you were able to sort of get to a hill and slide down it while that was happening? Because what you'll notice is you can obviously travel further because you're traveling faster, 
but then immediately you're snapped back up to halfway up the hill again, still sliding, and then you'll go down. No, back, see, I never down, did that on back, a hill. I, I did slide, and it and it made it better. But I did experience just that. I yeah. was snapping back. I was stuttery, and it was just incredibly hard. It was like I was playing with perma lag, but my connection was fine because, as I say, the rest of the game was running smooth as. Um, so mm-hmm. I finished that game. And again, you know, I ended up with probably 70 to 80 damage. Like, you know, I hit some people. I was doing okay. And I thought, uh, the first game was fine. I've never had any issues with this game before in the time I played it. I'll jump into a third game. It might have just been a one-off. Might have been the server. You know, could have been anything. The next game I did it, did it again. So I, I quit straight away because I was like, oh, there's no point. Not, not, not working this. And I stopped playing, went on online and was reading up on, you know, trying to find what this bug could be is it something to do with my hardware is it something to do with my game is you know what is it and the general consensus seemed to be give it 24 hours see if that makes a difference if it doesn't uninstall your game reinstall it and see if that helps now naturally it's a 65 to 80 gig game i don't want to be uninstalling that and reinstalling it if i don't have to so what i did was i gave it 24 hours tried to to play again issue still there same thing happened again Uh, Mm, so mm. again i quit straight away so this is like a really consistent thing i mean Mm. for for you at least i've had this issue happen to me before but it's usually fixed i just you know quit out of a game join back into another one and then it's fixed for me typically i've never had it over such a sustained amount of games like that it's really bizarre man because i'm exactly the same i didn't expect it to last i thought it would be gone but yeah it hadn't so unfortunately i uninstalled the game and reinstalled it to see if that would make a difference and i'm very sorry to say it didn't i reinstalled it i jumped back in again today before the pod to see if i could get sort of a last gasp sort of rush for victory and no the first game i jumped in same thing happened again as soon as i landed bouncy boy rubber banding about really stuttery damn that is such a shame to actually have a challenge kind of hampered if anything more just with issues with the actual game itself rather than having enough time to complete it or the difficulty of the game or even just you know how frustrating a game is this is actually just purely there's a bug yeah very disappointing that you weren't able to do this challenge whilst i don't massively like battle royales as i've mentioned before i was looking forward to giving this a real go it's something that we could have played more of together and it would have been really fun you know the times we have played yeah, I'm shit, but it was still fun. Yeah, absolutely. The The shooting mechanics and things like that are absolutely spot on. The movement and the agility compared to most first-person shooters is the best in its field. And I think a lot of people would probably agree that in terms of first-person shooter, you know, the modern-day ones, this is probably up there in terms of one of the very best out there. Just a shame that it's hampered by sort of so many bugs and glitches. I've, I've run into sort of numerous ones over the years playing it. Such a shame that it reared its ugly head during your challenge week. Yeah, and the bigger shame and the the surprise, really, I suppose, is that 24 hours and a hard reinstall later, it's still doing it. Because, I mean, you know, I've played a... I was about to say a decent... I've played a shitload of Warzone. I think I've got about six days total or something in it. Oh, right. Um, You know? Yeah, nice. I didn't didn't actually know you played that much. Well, you know, pandemic, man. Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) Nothing compared to, you know, I I won't name and shame. You have meant... It's one of the three people you mentioned earlier. I'll give you that. But um, (laughs) last I checked, I think they were on about 35 days or so. Damn, that's commitment commitment there. It's probably gone up since then. It's a real shame. And, you know, talking about Warzone there, that's the one I have the most experience with, and that's the one I know. And one of the reasons that I sort of fell off Warzone a little bit was because there were constant little niggly bugs like this Mm. that would never be fixed 
it was almost seemed like you'd patch over the game with an update and it would bring the bug back sometimes if it was if it had been fixed yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. You know, I played Warzone as recently as probably two, three months ago. Had having not played for, you know, a considerable amount of time, like maybe three to four months before that. And, you know, in the first game we played, a friend got stuck in the wall. And this is a game that's been out for years. You know, this this shit shouldn't be happening. I don't know what I don't know whether it's the fact that it's a big online game. I don't know whether it's to do with how it was built, but fundamental issues that keep bugging out. And my concern now, mm. possibly completely unfounded because I haven't got that much experience in Apex, but my concern now is that Apex is the same. You know, I've had four four games in a row where I haven't been able to move. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's you've definitely seemed to have been badly affected by it. I mean, that's the only kind of that bug in particular is the only one that I've actually felt like I've been compelled to just quit out my game because it does just make it completely unenjoyable yeah. and unplayable. But I've always been able to bypass it by just going into a new game. So I would say that your experience it's really disappointing but i'd be interesting to know you know in the comments if anyone wants to leave one if it's reflective as all of their apex experience yeah as i'd well. love to know that as well because every single time i've played before it no issue whatsoever definitely the best traversal in a battle royale that i've played out of the two i've played i should say um the gunplay i think is better in apex 2 in terms of the way that the guns feel and they move the bullet travel and things like yeah, that, that the the range drop and things yeah. It's, it's, yeah it all works really nicely but i have to say i pref- i i concede that apex is better but i probably prefer the Warzone guns and how that works most likely because i'm more used to it and it's a little bit more user friendly i was gonna say it probably has a lot to do with familiarity with the weapons yeah. as well as a faster time to kill in Warzone as well yeah. i think and the other thing uh, and again this I probably wouldn't be saying this if I'd managed to play more than four games of Apex and well not not even four <laughs> really two yeah two and two yeah. put outs in the last week but I didn't get a chance to learn any of the weapons how the attachments really worked so I'd sort of just be picking up things my backpack would be getting full and I'd be trying to manage it as best I could but I didn't really know what was going on whereas at least in Warzone you don't have to worry about any of that really you can pick up as much ammo as you want until you have the max ammo of that type your guns and attachments and things are done all external to the main game itself it's all done in loadouts Mm. so you don't really have to worry about any of that but that being said it was a mechanic I was looking forward to getting into because I imagine you can do some really cool things with it do you know what James I think I'm gonna have to stick this one in the back pocket I think that this is probably the first challenge. I know we've kind of said that we wouldn't really revisit challenges, but I might just have to tuck this one away. Special circumstances, I might have to bring this back at some point. And fingers crossed, at a time when Apex is performing much better for you. Well, I mean, I've lost quite a lot of faith, I won't lie. In the coming days, I might try it again and see if it's still there, but I'm not going to lie. If it happens another couple of times, probably just going to uninstall the game and forget about it, honestly. Really, my only takeaway is that of frustration fix your game respawn you'd get on well on the uh, apex subreddit mate you'd be <laughs> a champion there oh wow what the fuck respawn get your shit together well yeah it's, it's just bizarre because i've never had had a situation like this before really yeah um it's it's a very weird one so yeah unfortunately it sucks for the content apologize for that but (laughs) (laughs) i don't really have any stories this week but um yeah it was a real shame and i I was actually pretty bummed out about it but i'm not gonna let it get me down i'll dust myself off and be ready for my next challenge and uh (laughs) hopefully it's in a game that fucking works Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be going with a single-player title, I think, for your next challenge. (laughs) Going to avoid all online gaming for a while. But no, so uh, despite my disappointment, uh, 
I hope to give you a challenge that isn't quite as much of a disappointment. and <laughs> A technical disappointment, something that actually I'm able to connect and play reliably. Uh, if you don't mind, James, I would, yeah, I would quite like a challenge that I can actually access and play. Well, I'll do my best, mate, because this one is an, on- <laughs> this is an online game, so... It's an online game? Oh, dear. So okay, we'll all right. Imminent network connections. This is also a little out of the blue. I wasn't expecting you to recommend me any particular online game, so I'm looking forward to hearing well, what this is going to be. We've played it before and we've never had issues, so we'll see if it's. Uh, we'll see. I think you'll enjoy it. I, well, I know you. I know you okay. like the game, but uh, your challenge this week will is. You got a complete Monster Hunter World Iceborne, baby. No way! Yes, oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, this is serious mode now. God damn it! Okay, am I allowed? Am I allowed outside of course help? Of course, you're allowed outside help. <laughs> and I will yeah, also volunteer to... my services should you require them. Thank you. Yeah. Oh no, wow! So okay. I know that you've already done Monster Hunter World main campaign. To set both yes, of those yeah. in one week would be absolutely obscene. And I know that Iceborne is achievable, provided you don't try and do absolutely everything in it. Yeah, yeah. I want you to finish the main quest line. I'm not fussed about arena quests. I'm not fussed about the side quests you can do. I'm not fussed about you hunting a shitload of stuff. Just finish the main quest line. Get to the end of Iceborne. I've tried. I've tried soloing some of it myself, so I know some of the things that are tough and that's why i say yes you can absolutely have help if you want yeah a lot of these monsters just even on your own it's gonna take 15 to 20 minutes sort of thing so yeah absolutely Uh, they've got a lot more health in uh world than rise it feels like rise i remember Mm. slicing through things in no time at all yeah the single player particularly on rise is is very quick whereas on world it can kind of some i remember getting quite hung up on the anjana for a while the giant sort of pink t-rex looking monster that you have to chop up I'll know all about them, mate, as you know. Yeah, we spent yeah many a time grinding those after we had actually done the initial story mode yeah, hunt yeah, of them. exactly. That was back on the Xbox, though. I just can't wait to get into this, because this is, again, it's a bit like Borderlands in the sense that it's something that I've started quite a few times now. It's something that I've never really progressed into or explored past the initial bit. So this is a great challenge. You know, can't wait to actually get into this one, figure out some of the uh, new armor sets and things like that that I'll be able to get yeah, access of. You'll be able to check out some of the new monsters and variations of monsters and things like that. I think you'll be suitably impressed. From what I've seen, I've not finished Iceborne myself. I've got most of the way through it, but you know, I think uh, I think it's a good one for you because we've spoken many times about wanting to play Iceborne and really the sort of barrier to entry was finishing World. And whilst we've done that, twice each i think neither of us have really stepped into iceborne properly i think i've done like the first the first hunt on iceborne i think i've done and then i kind of got kind of carried away with like the end game monster hunter world stuff i mean what in my monster hunter world i ended with like a really nice set of armor i'd been um grinding one of the elder dragons to get a specific set of armor and uh the second you go into iceborne it's redundant so i I sort of went into iceborne did one mission as you say and then i went back into world just because i wanted to use my new armor more Breaking out that charge blade again, baby. Charge blade gang, nice. what's up? Hit me up in the yeah. comments. And, uh, or if you like <laughs> to play the game properly, where my Switch axe home is at. <laughs> you motherfucker! You ever talk shit I've, about I've the charge blade it, again? I can't say. <laughs> but the Switch axe is better. <laughs> the inferior weapon is the Switch axe. 
yeah, just uh, really looking forward to finding out what I actually got to hunt and what I get to wear, more importantly. You hunt these things, you eat these things, and you wear them. That's the kind of the main motivation yeah, for monster hunting, it appears. their siblings with their parents' body parts. It's great. Absolutely eradicate bloodlines, all for the guise of research <laughs> in captions. Yes, we need you to, to kill ten of these things, drive them to extinction, because we need to learn more about them somehow. Apparently that teaches us things about them the more that you get to wear them. Oh look, I made a fluffy hat. There you go. That's education for you. And the best part is some of the bit, some of the clothing items you make actually bear no resemblance to the creature you've just killed. So you've got to wonder, what the <laughs> fuck have you done with In the rest of In some cases, it? yeah. But no, so yeah, hopefully you have fun with that. Uh, hopefully no issues, and uh, look forward to hearing about how you get on next week, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, looking forward to the challenge. I'll do it. I think you will too. Um, so with that, I think we've come to the end of episode six. What have we learned this week? Well, I learned that Apex is patchy as fuck, unfortunately, which I wasn't <laughs> expecting to learn, but I did. Um, and I also learned some hackers can be complete assholes. <laughs> I've learned that the Rockstar emblem creator for your cruise is a tough and harsh mistress, but with uh, a couple hours' work and a lot of uh, sweat, blood and tears, mostly tears, maybe a little bit of semen, uh, yeah, we finally got there and uh, and I was able to actually sort of establish the Total Podmo GTA crew. So uh, sign up here with a link. We'll put it in the in the below somehow, or maybe that's not even a thing. Maybe you just need to search it. I don't know, but anyway, we'll figure out a way to get some more members recruited into the Total Pod Mode family. And then we'll take over the world. Take over the Los Santos. <laughs> but no, you did a great job with the uh, emblem, man. I think you can be very proud of yourself. And uh, with that, we conclude the episode. And if you've enjoyed what you've listened to tonight, then please do check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from, really, because we can be found pretty much anywhere. Just search Total Pod Mode and we're sure to pop up. We also post regular video content of our playthrough stream highlights, as well as this podcast, on our YouTube channel for you lucky people. YouTube channel being called Total Pod Mode. You can also find us on Twitter by searching for at Total Pod Mode, all one word. And you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Bames. And I'm also on Twitch under twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Bames underscore TPM. And you can find me at Hoodafunk on Twitter, and I'm also on Twitch under twitch.tv forward slash Hoodafunk. And with that, we say goodnight to you lovely people, and until next time, goodbye! goodbye.